Today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. I work out every week, so it's important to stay hydrated. Plus, on top of working out, I've got a three-year-old whose favorite after-meal activity is to run laps, like the little psychopath that she is. Clearly, I need all the hydration I can get. That's why I like to use Liquid IV for my workouts and just for my daily drinking. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. And I mean, yeah, vitamins and electrolytes are nice and all, but what about taste? They've got white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and my favorite, lemon lime. Tastes great to me. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code R slash at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code R slash at liquidiv.com. Welcome to r slash am I the butthole where a Karen expects a free all expenses paid trip to Disney World. Am I the butthole for not giving my sister-in-law and her family a luxury vacation? I travel a lot for work, so I have so many hotel and airline points, it's crazy. This summer, I'm taking my family to Disney World. We're going to stay at one of the resorts on the property. My sister-in-law and her family had a hard time during the pandemic, so I decided to do something nice and invite them along. My treat. I said that I would pay for their flights, hotel, and park tickets. Everyone was excited, until my sister-in-law started talking to my wife. Now she's upset that we're staying at one of the resorts and they have to stay in Disney Springs. Apparently, I'm being cheap by using points for their hotel instead of just paying for them to stay at the same resort as us. My wife told her sister and brother-in-law to shut the F up and accept the gift, but they didn't. They told my in-laws that I was making their kids jealous by not letting them enjoy the same stuff as us. To be clear, the hotel that I booked for them is very nice. It's just not the Grand Floridian. So I finally talked to them, and I gave them the choice of accepting my gift or not coming since I could still cancel their reservations. They started yelling at me for being a butthole and for taking something away from their kids. I had talked to them like adults, but when they started screaming, their kids heard them and found out that they might not be going to Disney World. Now their kids are pissed at their parents for possibly effing up their vacation. And I'm a bigger butthole for making them look bad in front of their kids. Am I the butthole? Oh, I'm so relieved that down in the comments, Meadow Chef pointed out something that immediately popped into my head. I was thinking that actually it's not bad at all. It's nice because, okay, I'll just read the comments. Your sister-in-law could have chosen this route. Kids, your Uncle OP is just amazing and is offering us this unforgettable trip. We'll be staying at a different location, but doing all the parks and activities together. This will give us a chance to have some time with just us as a family too. Aren't we lucky to have such generous people in our family? We're really so blessed. But alas, instead she chose, Wah, 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 I want more, more, more. You know, my first thought when the sister-in-law was going to a different hotel was in some ways it's actually an advantage because then they don't have to constantly feel beholden to OP who's constantly kind of just around them. Oh, thank you so much for the trip. It's, it's so kind. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, you have to say thank you so much that you can't really enjoy your vacation. But if their family is off on their own in their own hotel, then they kind of just get to enjoy the vacation at their own pace. It makes the gift 
more of a gift than it is like an opportunity for OP to flex and be like, hey, look at how great I am. You know what I mean? Does this make sense? It's almost better what she got. And she's complaining about not getting the more expensive thing, even though what she got is actually better. Major r slash choosing beggars energy from this. Am I the butthole for wanting my graduation dinner to be about me and not my impressive sister? I'm going to graduate high school. We're celebrating early because my family is down for my sister's college graduation. I've always felt that my sister is better than me at basically everything. I got by with B's, but she was a straight-A student and so on. No one ever says it, but I know they prefer her to me. My aunt is not an easy person to impress at all. She was a lot of firsts in the family. We were at dinner, and my aunt started to ask about my sister's job that she got out of college. The whole rest of the dinner was talking about my sister, what she's going to do, and so on. It might as well have been a celebration for her. My uncle asked me if I'm going to college, and I snapped at him, saying that it doesn't matter because the dinner is about my sister, not me. The table got quiet, and my mother told me to apologize, so I refused. We got home, and I got into an argument with my family, who thinks that I was being a jerk. And to clarify, my sister has her own party this week. That's why I thought that my graduation party would be about me. Okay, this post actually kind of surprises me because everyone down in the comments is saying that OP is an insecure butthole. But the thing is, we don't have nearly enough information to weigh in about this story because we don't know how long the dinner was and how long they were talking about the sister. Because if this was like a one-hour dinner and they spent 59 minutes of that dinner talking about the sister and then in the last minute when everyone was finishing dessert, they asked OP, Oh, by the way, OP, what are you doing after high school? then yeah, OP has every right to be pissed off. I'd be pissed off too. But in contrast, if they were just talking to the sister before the appetizers even came, and then once the appetizers got there, they were like, oh, OP, what are you doing after college? Then that's just like the normal flow of conversation. You talk about one person, then you talk about the next person. That's just, you know, that's how people talk. So I have to reserve judgment on this. If people really did talk about the sister during the entire dinner, even though there's another sister-focused party later on, then OP's 100% right. They do prefer the older sister over OP, and they are being disrespectful. But unfortunately, we just don't know because we don't know this very important context that completely changes the meaning of this story. So, I'm giving everyone in this story question mark out of five buttholes. You know, honestly... As I think about this, I think I can give the rest of the family a very soft 0.5 out of 5 butthole, just like an automatic score, just because this was supposed to be a party about OP. So they should have at the very least started the conversation by talking about OP's accomplishments instead of talking about the sister's accomplishments. So, you know, without the context, we don't really know if it should be higher than 0.5. Maybe it should be. But at the very least, they should have opened by congratulating OP, right? Am I the butthole for returning a birthday gift that I got from my boyfriend after he insulted me about my colorful past? I'm a 26-year-old woman, and I dipped into my savings and got Mike, my boyfriend who's 27, a PlayStation 5 for his birthday yesterday. He knew that he was getting a PS5 because he told me that a PS5 is the only thing he wants. We've been together for four years, so the cost didn't matter. That is, until I found out what he thinks about me. Some background. When I was 18, I was involved with Jake, a guy who I met online. We ended things after three months, and I moved on shortly after with Adam, a guy from work. 
I found out a couple of months later that Jake and Adam were actually really close friends, but I didn't know Jake long enough to meet his friend group, so I had no idea. After finding that out, I took some time off dating, and two years later, I met my current boyfriend, Mike. I was upfront and honest with Mike about my past, and the fact that I was unintentionally involved with friends. He said that he understood, and that my past didn't bother him. Last night at his birthday party, I showed up with the PS5, and him and his friends were screaming with joy. His best female friend, Jessica, laughed and said, I wish that I was a thought so I could afford a PS5 too. I looked at her with an excuse me look on my face, and she just said, never mind, and walked away. I confronted my boyfriend about it, and he said, and I quote, She's just messing with you. You can't take a joke? So I pushed further as to why this girl is even calling me names to begin with, and he said, Well, everyone knows that you were a thought before you met me. I asked him to explain how I was a thought before him, and he said, You know, messing with best friends? He then patted me on the shoulder and said that it's okay, because I'm not who I was back then, and if he could get over my colorful past and thought mentalities to give me a chance, then I could get over Jessica's comment and give her another chance. I didn't say anything. I just got up, took the PS5 from the gift table, and left. He was pissed. He literally called me like 20 times, but I didn't care. I was so hurt that I took the bow off the box and took it straight back to the store that I got it from. They happily refunded it. I thought that was done, but Mike and all of his friends, including Jessica, are berating me for being petty, and they're all saying that I brought this on myself by making poor choices. I responded to Mike and told him that he deserves better than me, so find someone who wasn't a thought and get the PS5 from them because I returned it. He started screaming about how I'm the biggest butthole for returning it and how I should be happy that he ignored my colorful past. I'm thinking maybe taking it back went too far. Am I the bad guy? Okay, OP, you're not the bad guy for returning the PS5, but I think while you're at it, return the boyfriend too. When I read the title and you said colorful past, my first thought was either prostitute or stripper. You know, not to judge someone in that lifestyle, we've all got different paths to walk. But surely, that has to be what OP means by colorful past, right? No, OP means, what, three guys over the course of seven years? That's, that's not colorful, that's like a mild beige. As a matter of fact, I think that three boyfriends over seven years for a girl in her 20s is below average. OP, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 bad guys. You literally did nothing wrong. By all accounts, you just have normal relationships the way that any 20-year-old would be expected to have normal relationships. But then your boyfriend and all of his friends are judging you for your past? Disgusting behavior. I'm giving all of them 2 out of 5 bad guys. Also, OP posted an update that's too long to read, so I'll just summarize. Basically, OP confronted the boyfriend, and the boyfriend admitted that he basically dug up information about her past and investigated her ex-boyfriends, and he found out that one of OP's exes was kinda wealthy. So that made the boyfriend automatically assume that OP is a gold digger, even though that boyfriend isn't rich, so the fact that OP is with this boyfriend kind of invalidates the whole idea that she's a gold digger. Also, Jessica, who said, Oh, I wish I was a thought so I could afford the PS5, apparently offered the boyfriend to sleep with her as a way to get back at OP. And with that, OP just dumped him. I say good riddance to bad rubbish.
Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Life is full of compromise, but there's one thing in life that you should never compromise on, your own health. That's why I like to use ZocDoc to find the best doctors for me. That's how I found my personal doctor, as well as the pediatrician for my little girl. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. My favorite thing is that you can see doctor reviews. I mean, who wants to go to a doctor who makes you sit alone in a room for an hour and then rushes out after barely speaking to you? I love using ZocDoc because, to be honest, it's easy and I'm lazy. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot RS. ZocDoc.com RS. Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole. More like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code R slash at checkout. That's R slash R S L A S H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code R slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code R slash. Am I the butthole for flipping out on my husband via text after he let his phone die during a family emergency? So I'm a 34 year old woman, and my husband is 35. This weekend, my husband had plans to be the next date over for a college reunion while I stayed home with our one-year-old baby. Everything was fine until yesterday, right before he was leaving for the party that was at a bar, I got an unexpected call from my parents who also live out of state. I'm a nurse, so they were asking what they should do with my grandma, who called them saying that she couldn't feel her foot and that she was in excruciating pain. I told them to take her to the emergency room immediately, and they said that she couldn't walk, so I told them to call an ambulance. I called my husband right after, and the last update that I gave him before his party was that they were transferring her to another hospital for emergency surgery for a life-threatening condition. I was waiting anxiously at home because the surgery was taking way longer than expected, more than three hours. My husband hadn't checked in at all. I got a text from a number that I didn't know that was a drunk selfie of some guy and my husband with zero context. I texted my husband and said that I was worried sick about my grandma and I didn't appreciate getting texted drunk selfies from random people. I heard nothing. After an hour, I texted the random number and asked if my husband's phone had died and he said, yes, with a laughing while crying emoji. Here's where I might be the butthole. I texted back, Cool, my grandma is still in emergency surgery, laughing while crying emoji. I never got a reply to this. About four hours later, when my grandma survived and was transferred to the intensive care unit, I texted my husband how much he'd let me down. 
This turned into a fight where he believes that he did nothing wrong because you knew that I was looking forward to this party for two months and I can't do anything anyways. I blew up at him and told him how irresponsible it was for him to get drunk and let his phone die while I was alone with our baby during a family emergency. He apologized for not checking in more, to which I corrected that he didn't check in at all, not even the next morning. And he says that he did my due diligence by making myself reachable. And I said that a random number texting me a drunk selfie does not count as him telling me that his phone was dead, and that that's how I should reach him. He had said the name of the bar in passing a few times, but I couldn't remember the name, and I didn't know the name of the hotel. He says that I'm just overreacting and it's not a big deal because it's not like I could have done something from another state anyways. He says that he did nothing wrong, that seeing his friends was important to him, and a lot of them he hasn't seen in 15 years, and he shouldn't have to disrupt his plans to cater to me. I didn't ask him to take the next flight home just to be available or communicate that he wasn't. I told him that I was afraid, and he could have at least checked to see if I was okay, and that it also isn't okay to let your phone die when someone else has your child, even without an emergency. So, am I the bad guy for flipping out on him? This guy's a husband, a father, and all you asked him to do OP was take communication seriously. If he can't do that, if he can't do the bare minimum, then he deserves to be called out. OP, you get 0 out of 5 bad guys. I'm giving your husband 1.5 out of 5 bad guys. Also, OP posted a brief update where she explains that the two of them had a long talk and he apologized for being unsupportive and insensitive. Am I the butthole for telling my sister that I'd say, I told you so if she gets cancer? I'm a 27-year-old woman, and I really enjoy motocross. And although I'm an amateur, I spend a lot of my time and money on it. My sister, who's 31, has always kind of despised the sport. She's always saying that it's so dangerous, and that I shouldn't be doing it because I'll get hurt. Three weeks ago, I fell on a jump, broke my ankle, and shattered my knee. It's still uncertain what kind of recovery I'll make, and I was, and still kind of am, mentally in a bad place as well. Like I said, I really love drifting around on my motorcycle, and I would be devastated if I could never do it again. When my sister came to visit me at the hospital, the first thing she said to me was, I told you this would happen. I was shocked by this, especially because she didn't say anything else after that. No empathy, no compassion at all. It almost seemed like she was happy to finally be proven right. Now, onto the part where I think that I might be the butthole. For context, my sister's been smoking cigarettes for the past 14 years. I've never really said anything bad about it, except for when she asked about it or tried to convince me of the benefits of it. So when she said, I told you so, to me at the hospital, I replied with, Nice response. I'll remember that for when you get lung cancer. She got incredibly upset, called me a B-word, and left. I haven't spoken to her since, but I've gotten some angry texts from our parents saying that I crossed the line. I don't stand behind what I said, because I would never do that to her if she did get lung cancer. But I meant it more as an example to show how insensitive her comment was. Am I the butthole? Down in the comments, Crock of Pot says exactly what I was thinking. Your comment wasn't great, but I'm still gonna go with not the butthole. 
putting an I told you so on someone with an actual injury while they're lying in the hospital fresh off some trauma is worse than a remark in return about a hypothetical illness. I can't stand people who dish it out, but go crying to anyone who will listen if they get a fraction back in return. Yeah, OP, what you said to your sister was kind of an escalation because cancer is worse than a broken leg, but I do agree with you that it's not like you were wishing that she would get cancer. You were just trying to convey to her that what you said was a really hurtful and insensitive thing. So I could understand some people giving you, let's say, 0.5 out of 5 buttholes, but personally, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. Your sister gets 1.5 out of 5 buttholes for being a sanctimonious B-word, honestly. That was r slash am I the butthole. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 